Hi, Dan again. Nope, I'm not dead. I'm still working on season four of Golden Girls Sports. But in the meantime, here's another mini-sode for you. Again, this is not a regular episode, so if you're new to the show, maybe don't start with this one. But it's up to you. Viewers who tuned in to the May 16, 1987 episode of The Golden Girls were treated to an episode that centered around people other than The Golden Girls. Titled Empty Nests, the episode was written by Golden Girls creator Susan Harris and directed by veteran comedy director Jay Sandrich, who had helmed The Golden Girls pilot as well. The story focused on George and Renee, two neighbors of the girls on Richmond Street, whose youngest daughter has gone away to college, leaving their once bustling home empty. Well, except for Renee's brother Chuck, who has multiple personalities in the most sitcom-friendly and medically inaccurate way possible, and a wacky neighbor of their own who hangs around their house all the time for some reason. Renee wants her and workaholic George to soak in their newfound freedom and finally have an active life together. But he still needs some serious convincing. What? We were great with Jen. We were. We were a team. That's what I want, George, for us to be a team. What does that mean, Renee? We should get uniforms? <laughs> oh, come on, George. It means that we just did something together and it felt great. And we've got to do more of that without the kids. But you're never here. What do you want me to do, Renee? Cut back on your practice. What do I do? Tell a guy in cardiac arrest I can't see you or I'm meeting my wife for sushi? George, do you know why I'm going to New York with Jenny? Not just to help her. To be with someone who needs me. Think about it. Think about that. I've got the second half of my life to take care of. And I don't want to do it alone. Living in an empty house by himself forces George to understand the loneliness that Renee was experiencing. So he chases her to New York and tells her he's moving his reduced medical practice to their house so they can spend more time together. And they go to bed looking forward to their future. George was played by longtime comedy character actor Paul Dooley, who's been working practically nonstop since the early 60s. Of his 199 listed credits, I'll always remember him for three specifically. As the increasingly agitated play-by-play announcer in George Roy Hill's hockey masterpiece Slapshot, as hamburger thief Wimpy in Robert Altman's underrated live-action adaptation of Popeye, and as the dim-witted but greedy brewery owner Claude Elsinore in the Mackenzie Brothers' bonkers Strange Brew. Earlier in season two of The Golden Girls, Dooley played Isaac Newton, a painfully awkward man who Rose ends up going on a date with thanks to Dorothy and Blanche interfering in her love life. George's wife Renee was played by Rita Moreno, who is a damn national treasure and requires no introduction. The first ever EGOT, as in the first actor to win an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, she's still hard at work being delightful on Norman Lear's One Day at a Time remake on Netflix and on Sprout TV's animated Nina's World. But despite all of her many successes, Moreno feels her Golden Girls slash Empty Nest experience was a disappointment, according to this interview with METVLegends.com. 
Every day they kept changing my character to the extent that by the time we got to do it in front of an audience, I couldn't remember line one because the attitudes had changed so many times. That was the most embarrassing experience. It was so embarrassing because the audience would start to laugh. And I was trying to make light of it. And I could not remember my lines. We must have done, I would guess, about 15 takes in front of an audience, who then begins to root for you, and that makes it worse. And the actress, as you know, B. And all of them are in that scene with me. And there you can, you can see the tension, saying, you can do this, Rita, you can do this. And nobody understands why I can't remember my lines. And it's because, and this, this is a peculiar actor's problem that nobody in the world but an actor can truly understand. If, you, if they keep changing your attitudes, not you, but your character's attitudes about things, you no longer know who you're playing. And if you don't know who you're playing, the lines don't come out. They just The line of dialogue does not come out naturally. Therefore, you forget them. That's what happens. I will never forget that as long as I live. Renee's brother Chuck was played by rough-looking character actor Jeffrey Lewis, who had a long career in TV, often playing bad guys, crooked cops, and other unsavory types. One of his big recurring roles was on Alice's spin-off Flo, but I'll always connect him with the A-Team, which he did two episodes of. Although he passed away in 2015, his performing legacy is carried on by three of his kids, including his daughter, accomplished actress Juliette Lewis. George and Renee's off-to-college daughter Jenny was played by Jane Harnick, and their wacky neighbor Oliver was played by David Leisure, who we're going to talk about again in a few minutes. Empty Nest was what is called in TV parlance a backdoor pilot, or an episode of an existing show designed to be a trial run for a new series. Other shows have done it, and sometimes they're picked up to be spin-offs of their own. Despite the pedigrees of the people who made it, Empty Nests wasn't a particularly great episode of TV. The production of it was disjointed, and the feedback NBC got after its airing clearly showed that a reworking would be in order if it were to become a proper Golden Girls spinoff. Producer Tony Thomas told METV Legends that the original idea for the show turned out to not be a great one. And we made a pilot of Empty Nest, and uh, it didn't work, because there's nothing funny about an Empty Nest, (laughs) Uh, as we found out. Two people uh, kind of happy, but but lamenting the fact that their children are gone and now dealing with each other. It was it, it didn't make for thirty minutes of fun, uh, without concocting a whole lot of stuff. So the next time around, we went with the the widower idea, who had an empty nest, but who ended up not really having an empty nest because all his kids moved back in, which was really more of what the nation was was. Uh, experiencing at the time and still is to some degree but of the the, the empty nesters not being so empty because the kids are coming back and uh, but and also dealing with a widower getting through his life after the loss of his of his wife and so on October 8th 1988 a new series called empty nest aired on NBC from the producers of the Golden Girls and other than the title the living room set and the wacky neighbor, everything had been changed from the backdoor pilot. The show was now about Dr. Harry Weston, a pediatrician that lived next door to the Golden Girls and who had recently been widowed. Instead of his kids leaving the nest, Harry's problem was his two adult daughters coming back home to roost. Harry was played by rubber-limbed goofball Richard Mulligan, 
a New York native who had risen out of decades of supporting work to become a star as working man and occasional alien abductee Burt Campbell on Whit Thomas Harris' sitcom Soap a decade early. Mulligan was perfect as a doctor who had the compassion and imagination to relate to children, but also the wisdom and patience to usually be the only sane man surrounded by completely insane adults. Harry's eldest daughter was the neurotic and needy Carol, played by longtime TV and Broadway actress Dinah Manoff. His middle daughter, Barbara, was a capable and confident policewoman, played by one-time teen sensation Christy McNichol in one of her first major adult roles. Actress Lisa Rifle joined the cast as youngest daughter Emily in 1993 when McNichol chose to leave the show. Together, the dad and his girls worked out their life and love problems together, usually involving some good-natured insults to help stop them from making a mistake. The other people in Harry's life were his sardonic and sarcastic southern-born nurse Laverne, played by talented stage actress Park Overall, and his wacky neighbor played by David Leisure, the same David Leisure who played the same part on the backdoor pilot. In the series, the character's name was changed from Oliver to Charlie, and his occupation from test pilot to cruise ship employee. But his major character traits, dopey, narcissistic, Lothario, remained intact. By the time the show premiered, Leisure was already very well known to American TV viewers from a series of ridiculous commercials for Japanese car manufacturer Isuzu, in which he played phony company CEO Joe Isuzu. Harry also had a loyal dog named Dreyfus, who was as much a part of the cast as anybody, and he was always either getting into trouble or helping get somebody out of it. The revamped Empty Nest was a hit right out of the gate, and ranked in the top 10 in its first three seasons. In its debut season, Mulligan and Overall both won Emmys for their work, and would receive later nominations as well. The show ran for 170 episodes over seven seasons and spawned a spin-off of its own in 1991's Nurses, which centered around a group of medical staffers at the same hospital Harry and Laverne worked at. In 1991, three quarters of NBC's Saturday Night lineup consisted of shows in the Golden Girls television universe. Naturally, the Weston clan and the Golden Girls had a number of crossover and cameo appearances over the season. Harry would pop up at the girls' house, usually to be hit on by Blanche or to give out free medical advice, while the girls would ring his bell from time to time. And Sophia Petrillo's first appearance on Empty Nest has a sports connection that's definitely worth mentioning. Libby's Gift was the 10th episode of the show's first season. It was written by Rob Lezednik and David Sachs and directed by Hal Cooper, who had been the main director on Maud. Before she passed away, Harry's wife Libby had ordered an organ. Not a bodily one, but a musical one. Harry wants to learn how to play it in time to celebrate their anniversary and honor his wife. Turns out that Laverne used to be a professional organ player and is willing to give him lessons. But the first one takes a turn Harry and really nobody else in the neighborhood expected.
The organ soon becomes more to him than just a personal goal. Harry becomes more and more protective of the organ, equating it with the memory of his late Libby. When the delivery company says it was a mistake and takes the organ back, he throws a fit. But eventually he realizes it's for the best, and he gets the real item she ordered, a music box, that makes him sad all over again. The scene we highlighted is classic Sophia, the kind we've come to expect over the years on The Golden Girls and the previous 22 episodes of this podcast. And her story fits right into Sophia's usual fanciful fiction fare. It's ridiculous enough that you know it's a lie, but just plausible enough on the timeline to make you wonder. Like Rita Moreno, George Herman, Babe Ruth really needs no introduction, since it's hard to watch a baseball game even in 2018 without his name being mentioned at least once. The hard-drinking, cigar-chomping, womanizing, Baltimore-born Bambino was a star pitcher for the Boston Red Sox before it became apparent that he had a way with a bat, too. He was sold to the New York Yankees in 1919 by owner Harry Frazee, apparently so Frazee could finance a Broadway play called No No Nanette. The Yankees became the multi-championship murderer's row, and Ruth transformed into the Sultan of Swat, setting a swath of Major League slugging records, many of which still stand today, even if the curse he left in his wake doesn't. Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds both broke his career mark of 714 home runs, but Ruth is still in many ways the guy most baseball players wish they could be in their wildest dreams. The Golden Girls ended in May of 1992, but in September of that year, Estelle Getty, Rue McClanahan, and Betty White moved into the show's second spinoff, The Golden Palace. The show, which aired on CBS instead of NBC, only lasted for one season. While White and McClanahan moved on to other projects, Getty returned to her old TV neighborhood to become a regular on Empty Nest. The character of Sophia had moved back into Shady Pines, but escaped about once every episode to intrude on the lives of the Westons. Getty appeared on 50 episodes over the show's final two seasons, which was her last regular acting job. We focused on Getty's remarkable life and career in episode 10 of this podcast. Night Court alum Marsha Warfield also joined Empty Nest cast for its final two seasons as a doctor colleague of Harry's. The series' last episode, entitled My Pally Valley and directed and co-written by co-star Dinah Manoff, aired on June 10th, 1995. The idea for this bonus minisode came from Bill Hanstock, one of my favorite follows on Twitter, where you can find him under the handle at Sundown Motel. Bill posted a video of the Babe Ruth bit, and I immediately thought it would be fun to include somewhere in here. Bill's a great follow, even if you're not a wrestling fan, and he wrote one of my favorite all-time articles during his time at SB Nation the four-part epic of the 40 worst Rob Liefeld drawings. And if you're not familiar with Mr. Liefeld's particular brand of insane comic book artistry, you should look him up too. We're still a few weeks out from the premiere of season four of Golden Girls Sports, but please subscribe and keep your ears peeled for more. And if you can, please leave us a review at iTunes. It really helps. Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. With this lie detector, I'll prove this great-looking Isuzu is a better pickup than Toyota. It has more standard features than Toyota. It has a double-walled cargo bed, steel-belted radials, and a five-speed transmission. Toyota doesn't. Yet it's the lowest-priced import truck in America. See? You can trust me. Now, with factory incentives, you could save even more on the Isuzu pickup. (sighs) 